Bacon smells nice. Bacon. So does all day breakfast with Matt and Alex. Hello, hello, Matt. Have you seen the um, the movie Ratatouille? Oh, have I ever? Yep. I haven't eaten many ratatouilles, but I've I've watched a few. Yeah, we watched it the other night. I was awake through the whole thing. Not as much. In. Not as much for Life of Pi last night, but um, would said to be a very funny comment. Both at the food end, movies, by the way. <laughs> Ratatouille in yeah, the life of a well, pie, yeah. Not really, but both involve animals. Um, and, yeah, you know how I said Woods likes to talk through movies? I thought I'd just do a uh, Woods movie quote for you, just kick off the show today. And that Let's is, uh, she made the quite, I'll say, quite astute observation when um, all was revealed and the rat was the actually the one cooking, controlling it, uh, the chef by his head. And that was, oh, man, if someone told me that the rat was, in fact, the chef controlling it by my hair, it would be so tough to believe. <laughs> I'm like, yes. Yes. You are absolutely correct. <laughs> that a whole that a rat was running Well that's the plot hole. An entire oh, French kitchen. Well that's by not itself. believable, is it? <laughs> anyway, so think about that, Ratatouille. Uh, but thank you very much for joining us here today on All Day Breakfast. I am pretty pumped today. We have some excellent guests coming on in a bit, Matt O'Kain. Yeah, that's right. I am the rat that runs this kitchen, holding up the limp head of Alex Tyson. So excited to be introducing our uh, guests, having a chat to these guys. That's right, the Avalanches are going to be joining us today. Very, very excited to be chatting to both gentlemen from the band. Robbie and Tony will be jumping on the line with us very, very soon. Man, I'm so excited. You know you know those bands that you talk to where you're like, I know where I was when I first, when it got imprinted into my brain and I would never forget who you are. And so I'm so excited. They're coming on the show in a moment. That's it. It's all day breakfast. Hope you're well. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Well, Matt O'Kine, I've had to update the favourites on my phone. Oh, what? The special contact? Yeah, it's sort of like my MySpace top friends. You know, people vying for the uh, for the people in Why the favourites. Why do you even need it? Favourites on your phone. You get to call the people you call all the time really quickly. Oh, see, I've got, I mean, a Samsung, I don't know if I've got that sort of thing. I've got favourites right now because I've got a Do Not Disturb on my phone. Oh, it, right? it lets only a few people through? Yeah, but that is because I my sister is heavily pregnant. Oh. And I need to, like, I need to get her call. So I have to turn my phone off, vibrate onto proper ringtone. Yep. Um, And so... Well, so... Um, do I make it through the Absolutely filter? Absolutely not. What? Remember when? Remember when the studio wasn't working a couple of weeks ago and you called me for like ten minutes? <laughs> yeah, just sitting yeah, there because it was just on, on the on Zoom desk. screen, not looking at me and not listening to me. That was awful. <laughs> well, we've got in there. You're in my favourites on the phone, Matt. Oh, Happy to know. that's unnecessary. Got my dad, girlfriend, best mate, and uh, coming in to the brand new position. It's a big congratulations to producer Bron. Thank you very much, Bron. Well done. Let's open up a microphone here. Well done, Bron. How's it feel? I'm so excited. Wow. Well, I, I don't think you should be excited because there's a reason I've put you in my favourites. I think I know why. <laughs> why? Because once again today, I have to call exactly before we get there. I'm like, yep, Bron. Yep. Yeah, forgotten the pass again. You might have to come let me in. <laughs> Have you got it? What? Don't you have a... Oh, you've forgotten your actual swipe card. My swipe card to get into the podcast oh. building. And so I've done that 
so many times that, Bron, you're now just a, uh, a tap away. How um, far down the list am I? Oh, the absolute bottom. <laughs> like the very lowest. But, but it does mean, but Bron... it means it's closer to my thumb. Like some, you know, when you've got to reach out the real top of your phone to get something and it's super annoying, you're in the, oh, you're in the sweet you spot. Sometimes you feel like you, you're going to drop the phone, you know. Yeah. The phones these days are too big. I've got huge hands and I can barely touch all the parts of it with my thumb. Phones these days seem to be like TVs used to be in the past with a big rear projection, like let's get them as big as possible. No, 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 no. So Bron can call you in the middle of the night and it'll ring. Maybe, you got like yeah. that kind of vibes. Well... <laughs> I called you today, Bron, to let me in, and you go, as, instead of saying hello, she said, I know what this is about. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes. Um, is it really annoying, Bron, or just a little bit annoying? It is mildly annoying. It's not... <laughs> Yeah, no, and that's that because I'm a 32 nice year old Bron. adult. <laughs> yeah, why don't you just? Why don't you have it in your wallet, dude? It's too thick for the wallet. It's not a. It's not a like a card. I want to do that. Well, where's your? What is it? Because I've got a card. Can you get me a card? I mean, just take it out of the case. It's a card. It's a card in a case. Yeah. So you can take that case off. I think so. Okay. Well. Oh, have you got the full photo ID and everything? Full photo ID. And no. it's on one of those elastic strings you pull out from your belt, like vroom, vroom. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that bit's fun about it. I should just remember it, even if I didn't need to get anywhere, because it's just a fun thing to do. But um, <laughs> but anyway. Like you're a lawnmower. You're a working. I, yeah, exactly. You're a walking lawnmower. Like I'm starting my hip up. Um, <laughs> Imagine if you did. Imagine if you did do that to uh, try and get an erection. You had to do it like a lawnmower. Oh <laughs> anyway, that's not the talk back. The talk back is, who do you have to just keep making a call to, and they okay. just go, "Oh, you again." I got. I've got another girl who works at an ins- the place that insures places, and you know, doing a lot of pop up bars and stuff. Mm. The amount of times I've called them is like. Hey, just wondering if I have drink, if I'm allowed to have this area and that, but it's this capacity. We're not having food this time. Blah. It's just like, who yeah, do you have? Not on their favorites. Exactly. Who do you have to keep making that call to? Let us know, Matt. Alex. Hello again. <laughs> you know what this is about, don't you? <laughs> Coffee? Yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. Oh, I feel a buzz. Well, Matt, we found out yesterday that your neighbours aren't too miffed about you <laughs> screaming like you've been stabbed with a fork to audition for TV shows in your office because rather than sending passive-aggressive notes, they're just saying, check out my mixtape here <laughs> on a little yeah. note under the door. We listened to my upstairs neighbour Bob's uh, album. The group is called Tram Tracks. You should check it out, tramtracks.com. A little bit of psychedelic indie rock for you. That's it. Um, some old groovers they are. But it did bring up the topic of uh, neighbours passing notes and uh, people have been on the receiving end of that before, including Jack, who joins us from Sydney now. G'day, Jack. Hey, how you doing, guys? Good, thanks, Jack. But you, uh, your neighbours aren't doing so well. No, not at all. There was, uh, yeah, a weekend, probably a couple of weekends ago where a few bottles of red were involved and, uh, as you know, voices are raised and, uh, and Dave is, yeah, not too happy. What happened? Because we've got a photo of this note you got and it, a, 
a dark permanent marker has been scrawled along. There's a few underlines. You better read us what it said. It's pretty, pretty red hot. So they said that uh, that our conversations are seeping into their brain while they sleep, that we are one. Uh, so it's, it's a little bit red hot. They didn't leave their, their apartment number or anything like that. Would have been happy to leave a six-pack on their doorstep. So... We, we no, they never do. They, they never do, Jack. I've had I've had a I've had an anonymous letter from a group of neighbours, uh, from a representative from the building behind your house. <laughs> where, <is> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I, they they included some cut out words from a magazine, so as to not <laughs> what <laughs> like a ransom. <laughs> yeah, it was like full on. <laughs> was Cowlitz, scary. <laughs> so, but um, but look, I'm reading the note now. It says. It's lovely to converse on your own balcony late at night, isn't it? I'm lying in bed trying to sleep. Now, we all know that only good things happen on a balcony late at night after a few million schooners. <laughs> That's it. Well, the name says, I'm lying in my bed trying to sleep. Sleeping. The words of your convo seep into my brain. Now when I woke, I feel I am you. We are one. Please stop, though. <laughs> X, neighbour. All right. Has it, has it put an end to your uh, balcony convo ways? Not one bit, mate. No, I'm doubling down. We're sticking to it. Sticking to it. Balcony talks all the way. That's it. All right. Well, good luck with them, my man. We've also got Lucy. Now, Lucy, you're on the other side of this in which you've actually been the neighbour passing the note. G'day, boys. Uh, Well, my story is a tale of two notes uh, that started when I dropped a little note in the letterboxes in my small apartment complex to let people know that I was having some people around to celebrate my 30th birthday. Oh, the oh. consideration. Oh, my God. Uh, Queen Lucy, that's so kind. Good Samaritan. So if I'd done that back in the day, I had a neighbour, and this, I was in a, a terrace, but next to it was apartments. I had a neighbour literally walk into the my house, walk up to the stereo and turn off the stereo when I was having my <laughs> birthday party. <laughs> literally just let themselves in, turned it down and then left. Amazing, the audacity of Goodness me. So maybe they wanted a heads up. So you've done the right thing here. And and you had the party? Yes, we sure did. Um, But before, I was away the weekend before, so the notes went in letterboxes the week before. Got back from my weekend away on the Monday night um, and tucked in next to my car in the carport was a bottle of Moe with a little handmade card saying, happy birthday, you only turned 30 once. Have a great time. Aww. That's so that's lovely. Cr- that's wait. No, as immediately as soon as you t- told me that, I'm like, someone likes you. Like, what was it a, an admirer? <laughs> no, no one is this no, kind. No, no way. They're like they're a family of four. They've got you know two sort of school age kids. Um, just really nice people that we. Oh my um, god! Who are these best? people? Walls with. So great. Thank you so much, Lucy. That was incredible. And um, I, enjoy the moat. Have you, you've, did it taste great? It wasn't poisoned. It definitely wasn't poison. I'm still here, so all is well. Lovely. The Molly's not. Amazing stuff. <laughs> Thank you so much, Lucy. Cheers, boys. Bye. That's awesome. Uh, before we go, though, we do need another uh, stern letter to end on, Matt, and we got a great message uh, back through to the Matt.Amps.Alex Instagram that we're going to read out for you. It is a photo of a note, a handwritten note, signed off with your exhausted neighbour. Okay, so you know it's going to be good. <laughs> Well, this was sent to us by at okay. Mac Mittens, and uh, let's set the mood and just okay, read, wait, so read this should verbatim. I, should I imagine that I've just woken up 
am I hungover as I've just received this? Yes. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> okay. I, I've, I'm hungover. I've opened my door. It's slid mm. under the door and I'm looking at it Here's thinking this note. is what my neighbor thinks of me. This okay, here we go. <clears throat> it begins. Girls. Brackets. And I assume it's girls given the taste in music and off-key female singing slash screaming coming from your house. Close bracket. I have had zero sleep the past two Saturday nights. I've put up with it to now, but really, the high-volume rotation of One Direction, Taylor Swift, and other top 40 gems is killing my ears and making me sleep-deprived. So in the words of your other favourite, the Spice Girls, please stop right now and have some respect. Turn the volume and screaming down at a reasonable hour. Thanks, your exhausted neighbour. Well, we hope you're not exhausted of us just yet. We got one Viva more forever. to go. <laughs> Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Your two favourite Spice Boys. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. All day breakfast. It is now time, Matt, to hear from the Avalanches. And we've only put out a little section of this chat because it was so good. We went for so long, like over 20 mins, um, that we thought we'll give you the full thing and then just give you a little taster here, lest uh, the all-day breakfast uh, full ch- chat get a little bit bloated. Yeah, look, it happens every now and like, then. Like Alex Dyson, tuck it into one of Ian Dyson's roasts. You don't want to <laughs> you don't want to go too big on it, my friends. Well, it just happens every now and then. You're halfway through the conversation. You've, you're looking at the clock. You're like, well, this is enough. It's getting wildly out of hand. <laughs> but um, you can even see them hovering over the leave meeting button. You're like, <laughs> One more question. One more question. <laughs> no, they were, they were so giving with their time um, and they were so interesting. They, you know, we had a great time having a chat to them. So we thought we'd play a little bit now, but, but keep your ear out for the bonus episode. We should be popping up your, in your feed momentarily as well. But uh, this bit we're about to play now is when we asked them what it was like collabing with Rivers Cuomo of Weezer fame. I mean, the dude's done it all in the music career. And so we asked them how what that was like. And uh, this is what they ended up saying. Working amongst all these incredible samples you managed to put together are uh, some some really great artists, some musical heroes of yours, so many people jumping on to, to, to sing stuff. And I was wondering, when you're creating a song like that and say you're working with Rivers Cuomo to do Running Red Lights... ...an absolute ripper that I'm going to hopefully be voting for this year, the Hottest 100, but how how much do you have to tell them what's in your head when it comes to, to singing that part and how much do you leave open to their experimentation as, as an artist and what they think the track needs? It depends on the artist. Like with Rivers, I mean, he is so unbelievably melodically gifted that it's like, I mean, how can you tell that guy how to write a pop song, you know? Like he's just... <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> but it was more like we would go in... Um, and be quite open about the themes we wanted to explore on the record and tell people where our heads were at. And then it was kind of, we were just felt very fortunate that um, a lot of the people we reached out to were like kind of on board and knew what we were talking about. And then, um, then the process begins from there. And in the case of Rivers, like we, we got back pretty much near full vocal takes and then I would ask him to change a few bits and pieces, but yeah, he he nailed it. And and I think he was he was like the first one, so he was kind of like yeah. the the um 
patient zero. Yeah. Of this of this record. It was difficult and, to say in 2020, um, but I'm following you, Tony. <laughs> that's, that's all good. Okay, so he was there um, eating your back. So okay. I, made, I made a really bad COVID joke. No, I know what you mean, though. Like when, when people say, when you then go to other people and go, oh, do you want to jump on our album? They're like, yeah, right. Well, I don't know. Who's on it? And you go, Rivers Cuomo. And you're like, well, yes, actually, absolutely. I'll, I'll be a part of this. <laughs> it was more for us like working with, you know, okay, how are we going to work with people? And he was a, a really great kind of, he, he was a good opening batsman for this for our for our record, and we got to meet him, which was amazing. And he's a he's he's a pretty quirky cat. Yep. Um, so he was in Melbourne, and, and we were like, you know, we we researched all these because we don't go out that much. Like we're not that cool, um, <laughs> but we researched all these cool bars and everything to take yep. him. And, and we're like, you know, we'll take him here, then we're going to take him there, and then like just show him everything. You know, cool Melbourne's got to offer. And then we kind of get to his hotel room and it was raining and he's like, let's grab some umbrellas, let's go for a walk. And then we're just like <laughs> walking through the city like, you know, raindrops. Oh, wow. um, Two-hour walk in the rain, absolutely drenched. And then we're yeah. like, come on, can we please like take you somewhere to get some vibe to eat? And then he's like, he just wanted to go to Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> and, then we, and then we sat in Starbucks for an hour and, and talked and, you know, walked home. And or walk, walk back to the hotel, and that was it. And it was like this is so much cool than any cool thing we could have yeah. imagined. I mean, and it, it resulted in what I would feel for me personally is the anthem of 2020. Uh, red lights for oh, me. Wow. I, we we came home from we went on a very quick holiday to Fiji, a couple of days. Uh, this me and my family, and we came home and they changed the rules overnight, and we had to be quarantined for two weeks in our house, and we had Triple J playing. For the entire time, day in, day out. And I like that song, Red Lights, has just, any time I think of it, I will always think of 2020. I'll think of being in our house. I'll think of mm. seeing my daughter walk for the first time. Do you know what I mean? Because that happened oh, in that wow. time. Aww. So it's such a weird it's such a weird thing knowing that this song will be imprinted on me for so long as my first hearing of you guys was 20 years ago. Yeah. That's amazing. Do you know what, Alex Dyson, I'm not going to lie, I didn't I didn't realise that that was the guy from Weezer. Bro, it and is. Just, dude, <laughs> I've heard that song so many freaking times and I love Weezer. I love Undone so much. Like so, so much. El Scorcho, I absolutely love it. Now you can imagine him walking around under an umbrella in Melbourne and <laughs> popping into a Starbucks, but it, it was incredible. It makes so much sense. We chatted uh, about heaps of different things. The sample at the start of their album is quite incredible. They told us a story about uh, how they got that from uh, one of the artists in Super Organism. Also, they told us the the absolute weirdest sample on their brand new album, We Will Always Love You, which is out tomorrow. And I got to say, that was really dark, actually. It was it was it's uh, pretty interesting, hey? Yeah, a really <laughs> tricky one to go, oh, that's, that's really exciting because it's like, whoa. Do I laugh? That, do I cry? What? How do I react to this information? It opens up a can of historic worms, which uh, we weren't willing to get into. But we got into a bunch of other stuff with the avalanches. So uh, make sure you have a listen to the chat uh, as well as having a listen to the album because I've got to tell you, Matt O'Kine, it's very, very, very good to do an interview about an album that you really like. And uh, we yeah. appreciate the Avalanches putting out such a goodie for their third effort. And, uh, yeah, hopefully you enjoy that and our chat with them if you jump on the uh, the bonus pod today. Men. 
that brings us to the end of another episode of Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you very much to Tony and Robbie from the Avalanches for chatting to us. Reminder, hey. if you haven't listened to the bonus ep yet, get on board. It's pretty yeah, good stuff. Check out their album. It is out tomorrow if you are listening to this on Thursday the 10th of December. <laughs> um, but if you're if listening to it, it in the, fu- if you listen to the future, get on. Just listen right now. <laughs> we were just talking off air about how great their songs are where they put out a song and you don't realise it's them and it comes out you're like, well, of course it is because it's a banger. I should have known. <laughs> yeah. Should have known that they dig gold everywhere they sho- put a shovel. Um, <laughs> please join us tomorrow. It is our last episode of the year. Our last so, sort of live podcast, I guess you could say. We've yeah, got a couple we'll of special editions which yeah. we want to tell you about tomorrow. But the most exciting thing about our last official daily all-day breakfast of the year tomorrow, Matt O'Kine, is... Finally, after seven months, Matt O'Kine's psychic abilities will be put to bed. Is he psychic? Is he not? We're going to be checking in with the two people. I mean, if you haven't heard the episode, he predicts two listeners' futures just by getting their names and ages at locations. I read them. I read. I saw things. I saw visions. I saw their life unfolding in 2020. So we're going to find out whether I was right or wrong. But also, tomorrow, we're cleaning out the fridge. So if you got anything, anything you want to talk about over the last seven, eight months we've been on doing this podcast, then just hit us up. We can answer your questions at matt.n.alex on Instagram. Last Chance Saloon. Okay, we're going to leave you today with some really adorable news footage where they approached a gentleman who had just left a hospital in the UK after going in and receiving one of the world's first COVID vaccines. He was in his 90s and it was very sprightly and it proved for some very entertaining and heartwarming news content. So we're going to leave you with that here today. Thank you very much for listening and we'll catch you later. I rang up uh, Guy's Hospital, which I know very well, so I've lived in London most of my grown-up life, and uh, I said, I'd like to be vaccinated. You're vaccinating, aren't you? I've heard it on, seen it on the news, watched news. They said yes, and then they spent various times asking me questions about this and that, not very interesting, and I said yes, no, yes, no, and they said we'll come at half past twelve. Of course, I couldn't damn well find anywhere to park my car, so I was late. Um, anyway, I'm here now, and um, I got inside, and they duly put me on a list. I went off and had a rather nasty lunch, and then came back, and um, they were ready for me. And no, uh, it didn't hurt at all. I didn't know the needle had gone in until it had come out. Very unexciting. How do you feel that you are now one of the first people in the country to have received the first dose of this vaccine? <laughs> one of the first people in the world. How do you feel about it? I don't think I feel about it at all, except that I hope I aren't not going to have the bloody bug now. <laughs> I don't intend to have it because I've got granddaughters and I want to live a long time to enjoy their lives. There's no point in dying now when I haven't lived this long, is there? I don't plan to anyway. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au.